All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. a weekend Yo. Yes. let's go we got him cole we got him and boy was it a smooth clean 2-0 just like they always are welcome everybody to 100 talk i'm cole that's jordan we're here to talk 100 thieves lcs as usual yeah. it's our monday night family time that's right this is the family meeting cole Family. I hope that you all received the note in your lunchbox <laughs> that we would be holding this time tonight <laughs> to discuss the LCS weekend. And that we love you and we can't wait till you mm-hmm. get home. And we're proud of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> first of all, due diligence out of the way. Uh, thank you to Elgato for being our lighting and capture provider. Jordan's looking a little extra bright tonight mm-hmm. because it's it's the halo of good behavior and the uh, Attack on Titan drop because you got the That's yellow right. hoodie. Emanating Just, extra light. It's yes. like the sun. He's wearing the sun. <laughs> it is sun colored. Gold, yeah. I believe, is the uh, described. A yeah. new, pack, uh, new color in the 100 Thieves colorway, perhaps? Oh, well, they, they have lemonade for the hoodie, but it's a different yellow. So, yeah. yeah, but yeah, a little, uh, so yes, right now we don't have as quite granular control over Jordan's lighting as we typically do per some setup stuff that we need to fix, but that's windows okay 11. because it's windows yeah, 11 should have yeah. been running windows NT. You know this by now. <laughs> uh, also shout out to Riffit for powering everything we do except for tonight's podcast. Cause I don't have one on me right oh, now. Yeah. But I do I have this news. 100 Thieves Enter Infinity uh, active camo thing. No, Drink no, it Jordan, something else. Hide it, Jordan, hide they, it. Nope. They didn't have, rip it at Walgreens. Rip it, sales guy. Get on the Walgreens. Come on. Come let's on. go. You know you're supposed to go to Menards. Oh, that's, you know, they don't sell medicine in Menards. <laughs> Maybe they do. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> we're, still, we're still waiting on the, uh, the new drop from uh, Rip It. Yeah. Uh, may it happen soon. Anyway. Let's get into the podcast. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, a lot of you may not have seen, there was an interview that Parqueso did with, um, with uh, Miffy. Mm-hmm. And he did it after the 2-0 and actually got a lot of information out about um, the story of the team from, uh, from Worlds until now. Even though Miffy wasn't there for the whole thing, obviously. Um, he gives a lot of background on how the team has been feeling and how they started out the spring. Some background about like what the team was trying to do and then some six man roster stuff. So we're, we're going to put that in our pockets for later. Um, Cause we're probably going to spend most of the time tonight talking about that, but we do want to hit the games first as we always do. So uh, that's a tease. We'll be talking a lot about that coming up. Now we tweeted a link to that interview earlier so if you want to catch up while you're waiting for that, please feel free to hit our Twitter and our formal apologies to Ron Jobinson, who's in chat waiting to be brought up to speed on the Mickey interview since he didn't see it, but he's going to have to hang around a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's get into it. Let's talk about some of the games. 
Ooh, we I'm, played some games. We played a couple of games. Um, the, the Golden Guardians game. So I had a what I thought was a, a spoiler uh, came across my Twitter on accident. Right. So mm. I was on VOD squad. I had to stay away from like I just I try and not look at my phone at all when I'm not yeah. able to see the game live until I can catch it because I know you guys are going to DM me and at me on Twitter and tag me on Discord, all this stuff, and spoil the games. <laughs> like, and you drive by your neighbor's house, and they're watching it. They're all having, yeah. you know, they're going wild when Hunter I look wins. out across the cul-de-sac, and through the front window, I can uh-huh. see the TV, and it's got, like, Hunter <laughs> yeah. Team Victory on it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just hard these days to dodge the spoilers, <laughs> but you, you do a good job. I, I do, remark. mostly do a good job. Yeah. I, I caught a glimpse of um, the Everything Evil pod tagged me and, and said they were looking forward to hearing my reaction to the game with a smiley face on it. Right. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I like, so I took that to mean, dang it, we lost. Mm -hmm. And the everything evil pot is being evil and rubbing it in. And then I started watching the game thinking that we lost and feeling confirmation that yes, we did indeed lose this game. This is an L. This is going to be an L for sure. It it played out according to what I thought was a spoiler for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It uh we saw a lot of ugliness and nastiness. Um I'm not sure how much we're gonna dwell on the games because like I said, a lot of what we want to talk about is that mythy interview and some general team stuff, but mm-hmm. we need to talk about what ha- what happened. Um first of all. We had the top lane situation, right? Uh, mm. At first, I was kind of like, all right, someday on Scion. Okay, I kind of yeah. like the Scion. All right, I'm here for this. Let's see what happens. And then, you know, he played into Nar. And it turns out, Jordan, <laughs> I don't know if you knew, if you knew yeah. this, but Nar is a pretty tough champion to play Scion into. Um, yeah. And it, it did not go as well as it could have been you know for us yeah it looked like a tough matchup it played out like hmm that's one of those where you 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 or i queue up for that game and we play it and then we don't play league again for months you know like this is a dumb game why why have we ever (laughs) bothered with this game yeah and and uh yeah so that that situation was pretty bad in lane he opened up like a 50 cs lead in like 10 minutes it, yeah. was like, it looked like he was doing the old Likoriche, you know? Exactly. Back to his old tricks. He Someday CS looked like my CS. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. how bad it, and dire that situation got in top lane. Yeah. Um, and we got to see all sorts of ugliness like Jordan. I, you know, I was telling you off stream, we, got, we have to like codify this term or something or, or like just come up with a name for it because... It's an old, it's an old special move of ours. It's, it's an oldie, but a goodie. Uh, when we find their tank and dump all our abilities into it. Yeah. I mean, nothing makes me happier than watching our target selection choose. Okay. Who's the tankiest member right now? It's going to be the Nautilus. All right. Let's everything you got. You know, like Kylo Ren in, in where he's like, more, (laughs) more. (laughs) It just, to spend all the cooldowns on the tank and not get the kill. And little the, uh, Ole's just walking with the hook back away from us, like, yeah. 
under the wall. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like it's so embarrassing. It just slides out. Uh, the the thing it reminded me of was um, oh dang it, your your incredibly funny Kylo Ren thing made me forget what I was gonna mention. Uh, <laughs> maybe it will come back to me. If it doesn't, it's probably fine because I think that's a really good description of how that went. Yeah. Um, man. So it, it, it looked dire. We had a, I mean, even when you look at the, the end game stats, we've got almost two flame horizons on the scoreboard, right? Like licorice finished only, only 90 CS in front of someday, only 90. Cause someday was able to climb, climb right back into that. Um, and also we had in, where was the other one? Oh, in uh, Pride Stalker. Pride Stalker, 311 yeah. CS to wow. Closers 206. So, fortunately, Golden Guardians decided to commit the throw of all throws. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think, I think what were, 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 was the gold lead up to like 11K? Yeah, it was way up there. It was, I think it was, it was, uh, it was how many digits is that? F- five digits? Five yeah, it was, definitely a a, it was definitely a five-digit deficit. <laughs> and not only that, but like while the lead was out of control, we severely lost like two or three fights. Like yeah. late game. And and I don't <laughs> I honestly game. cannot explain mm-hmm. how we didn't die. Like I'm I'm not sure. Like when I even watched the highlights back and I'm still not quite sure. Yeah, so so and Game of Legends has um at 32 minutes they had a 11.2 thousand gold lead. Not enough. Oh, not enough. <laughs> not enough against this upstart Hunter Thieves uh, <laughs> team. Uh, uh it is interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I tweeted after this game, I don't know if you saw, I said, I take back everything bad I said about objective bounties. Um <laughs> and I was trying to do a funny tweet. Verdict is out. <laughs> funny, funny tweet, Jord. Yeah, I don't know. The the uh, <laughs> I actually don't know how much the objective bounties were to blame, depending on which side yeah. you're on. Um, because it, it we were scaling, Cole. It's the classic situation. It's is you're down 11k gold at 32 minutes, and you just type right where you want it. You type in team chat scaling, and you're fine, and you win <laughs> the game. And uh, turns out that is exactly what we did. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, so I guess it's, I mean, I guess it's Abadaga and FBI scaling plus someday scaling enough to finally not get killed. I mean, mm. let's make no mistake about it. Someday got killed a lot early. Yeah. And the team looked disjointed. Like, it was bad. It, it, it was not a good looking game for us. Yeah, he was, um, he was playing uh, the sad Scion, which is the Scion <laughs> that only ults away from the fight, you know? Yeah. It's like a... He uses it like another flash. It's another summoner spell. Um, I kind of wish like the Trindomir, if you get hit while you're walking away, does a chicken. I kind of wish they had like a different sound effect for it when you're ulting away from the fight. Like a, yeah. Oh, like the, yeah. the Jurassic like a, Park on the recorder. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or the price is right. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there are some of those. I mean, it's like, what are you going to do? You got you to gotta try to survive. I'm not putting any blame on him here. But it's just one of those where you're like, that is not... Other Scions you've seen played, it's like, wow, they're using that ult as an, a killer engage. It's like, ah, oh, he's just trying not to get rolled in the, in the sideline here against this this gnar, this very troublesome gnar. So, yeah. 
Um, we had a, uh, a, a mid lane damage diff in this. So, mm. uh, Abadaga mm. on the victor put in 42,000 damage for this game compared to a Blawlov's 25% or 25,000. Mm. Uh, so a little bit of a discrepancy there. Uh, FBI also out damaging his lane opponent, 51 K to 25 K. Wow. Um, so that made up for the top diff and more. And like, I don't know. It's still, it's still just so weird because nobody, nobody looks good in the end tally, you know? Um, it's strange. Like you look at the lost, the lost KDA. Read, read his stat lines seven two and five 371 cs great win lost yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it <laughs> looks know. it looks like a win potential mvp performance from lost in this game it really had a standout uh showing yeah you uh, know when loss. you like you lose a game in solo queue and then like you go to the lobby and you get a hex tech chest because like teammate got an s on your team you're like wait who <laughs> who got an s we got stumped uh yeah 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 and, it was, and you know how mad they are. Like, yeah. I don't know what else I could do. Hmm? It was a weird situation. And, and, and all sorts of like questionable stuff was happening. I, someone called this out in chat and I, th- I think I saw a shakers tweet on it that, um, no one from either team went into top lane for 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's a significant portion of the game. Yeah. That's, no that's one a, went to the top. Big lane. Chunk. I mean, you talk about, uh, talk about which lanes are most important you're not going to put that in the powerpoint for why top lane is the most important lane um that doesn't speak well for it i I feel that way whenever i play top just like Mm -hmm. man or when you watch a game and it's like there's a 4v4 and then top lane is just doing top lane things apparently you can also just sort of leave yeah that's also an option now bc says bc says it wasn't technically all the way true that someday and ava both caught waves during that time yeah. But uh, I think, like, in general, it was bad, right? Like, no one was there. The macro was weird. Unfortunately for them, they entered away the win. So this is kind of like the throw of throws. We got the objective bounties, as you mentioned. And let's not forget, play the game, Jordan. Mm. Do, you, do you remember the soul fight? Uh, three drakes to three drakes. Teams engaged in heated oh, yeah. combat <laughs> yeah, at the dragon pit. Yeah. Closers lease in out of the back of the pit. He's waiting to get in the action. Tosses a cue over the wall. Over his and shoulder. Steals the soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lee Sin Q steal of the soul. And that was uh yeah. That was thirty seven HP, something like that. It already was like, yeah, we're starting to turn the game and like even though they were up 10 K they couldn't um, beat us yeah. in fights. Like fights were coming out pretty even. And then once we stole the soul, that was pretty much it. That and too the, strong. the final fight was so goofy from pride stalker. Pride stalker is Wait, before you get to pride stalker. I got to say, I, yeah. I, every time there's a, a steal like that, I have to imagine that there is a math teacher somewhere who's watching and just like shaking their head thinking you asked when you were ever going to need this in real life this math here it is you knew how much your smite would do and you did the math wrong league of legends for junglers it's like a high stakes math test yeah it's like smite (laughs) equals negative b plus or minus the square root oh that's the final exam and in this one uh closer got it right 
So yeah, <laughs> that was that was a very important cue. High value cue. Uh, <laughs> game winning cue. And there was a game losing play from Bride Stalker because this man nocturne ulted right into our team before anybody on his side was ready. I don't know. It was a gift from heaven. And it came from above too. Like the nocturne just swooped in. <laughs> hey guys, let's fight. I want all three of you to die now, just to me. Yeah. And they work. said, no, oh. thanks, and yeah. killed him and then won the game. So uh-huh. <laughs> that was a stupid game. That can can we just sometimes. get? Can we just say that? That was a stupid game. So the there's game a conversation to be had about resilience. That's what they want to talk about. Resilience is like, is one of those things where, you, look, you definitely want to be a resilient team. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to win you games <clears throat> at times that you have no business winning, like maybe this one. My idea of resilience is more along the lines of like, yeah, you're able to bounce back when you get punched in the face, right? Right. And <clears throat> to me, I think primarily of like game to game for that mm-hmm. um, because this game was lost. So I'm not, I'm not sure I can like attribute the win to resilience for the team because this was just a weird, stupid game where Golden Guardians threw. And I'm glad we didn't just totally give up. Yeah. So we happen to be in the right place. Did resilience earn the win? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, so Papa Smithy did talk about, and I think this is maybe the Twitter spaces thing that they do now. Uh, which oh cool. yeah. So, and let's mention that. So, cause I didn't know yeah. this until yeah. like a few hours ago. So for the past two weeks, Papa Smithy has done a Twitter space with Hunter T Esports page uh, which is being run by Zach. It sounds like right now <clears throat> where he, you know, they had like a 20 minute post game convers or post weekend, uh, conversation about the games. And, um, I found it pretty cool. I like the idea. I think they can do more with it, but for right now, it sounds like it's, it's kind of good to hear about mm-hmm. their like strategy and picks. Yeah. Cause it's like, he's close to the games and he talks a lot about it that. So yeah. didn't gain so much information about, you know, things as a whole, but about those games, Draft and strategy that is very useful. So anyway, I'm going to be looking for those because yeah. I totally missed them. Yeah, yeah, it'll be. Uh, I'm, I'm. I actually saw one. It gave me a notification it was live, and I of course didn't catch it. And I tried to go back you and said, watch it. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like you know went live two hours ago. I was like, still going, my goodness. <laughs> um, but anyway, in the in the space, he said the Twitter space. He said, uh, you know, in scrims, what they'll try to do. He said a lot of teams will go down twelve nothing. I think in scrims, you know, you're trying goofy stuff. You've got weird picks coming out. Sometimes that can just happen. You get blown up. Somebody pops off, has a crazy game. Um, and he said it's not uncommon in those to kind of just hurry up and go next. You know, get to your next scrim, try again. For sure. Okay. He said one of the things they've been working on is uh, not doing that and just trying to make them work for it. I think it's the, maybe the, the terminology he used. Um, so I think that within a game, having that mindset, right? It's, it's, I think if you can maintain it, I think that's good because every once in a while you get a game like this, right? And I think especially in best of ones, it can be really easy. You know, a scrim, it's like, hey, look, we can still learn something um, from this, even though we're not going to win or even though it's kind of busted. Like, you know, you're not going to be able to really have the kind of environment you hope to have in a scrim if you're down that far that early. Um, So I think that's a positive thing that they looked at. Or, and, you know, as Papa Smithy said, they're looking at these scrims as an opportunity to recreate you know, the ones that are busted, 
to recreate a situation where it's like, well, we've got no chance at this, but let's try anyway. And uh, yeah, I think in that sense, resiliency resonates with me. Um, you know, the work you have to do after, yeah. Accolades for resiliency, you get the the prize for that. How do you make sure that that doesn't happen again is really what you have to kind of take from that to work on. Clearly, sure. they didn't give up. That paid off. That worked. Um, but they gotta, didn't, they didn't FF and, and they didn't by virtue of not FFing, they were recipients of the throw. That's right. Exactly. I mean, that's why you, it's kind of, I mean, this, this analogy holds across all sports, right? Like, uh, unforced errors will happen, especially if you're playing against an opponent who is not, you know, top of the table. Um, you know, mistakes can and will happen. But you have to give them the yeah. chance to do that. Right. You have to make that make that setting possible. Um, and in this yeah. one, I guess the thing that's crazy to me is it's usually impossible to lose if you're that far ahead. Mm. Uh, and for me, that is the thing that feels like unexpected. Huh? But I'm telling you, pride soccer is just this weird enigma where he's like hyper aggro and it serves him well a lot of times until he eventually like law of averages catches up. Like that's, Seems to be like every time I watch Pride Stalker and actually pay attention to him, that's what happens. It's like, yeah. oh, yep, yep, he's causing problems. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just eventually <clears throat> he does yeah. something like Nocturnal into three of us in the middle of the map at, what was it, 44 minutes or something like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, I, I love it to is watch that is. play. Just, uh, <laughs> I, I always like to watch those plays and like, what, what did he think was going to happen here? Yeah. Um, did he really think he could 1v3? Or, he or must have he, thought they had they had some kind of maybe sneeze abilities into there. You know, He's like a char. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to hit R again. Is the crazy thing? It's a double cast. I'm pretty sure. Is it? Turn. One is turn oh, because you turn and, off the lights and then you go char char <laughs> like that. The first sneeze. But people are like watch. It. Be careful, man. Like, I got another one coming. Char. <laughs> one finger up. <laughs> No, don't do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's get the. Uh, let's wait for the. Uh, what do they call the comms? Behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind the comms, behind the scenes. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what they call that segment. W- what did it sound like? What did, what did <laughs> they let's say? Let's keep workshopping the name live <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. We're we're doing a LCS. This is this is for them. We're yeah. just making our contributing our part here. Yeah. So uh, that was that ugly game. We talked yeah. too long about it, but sorry. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> we also played against FlyQuest this weekend. FlyQuest, who boy howdy's had our number this season, haven't they? Sure have. They've beaten us a lot this season. Um, it's been frustrating, and yeah. <clears throat> you know, I wasn't feeling too great after the Golden Guardians' uh, near loss. Just being like, Jose Deota is going to lock in Hecarim and it's just going to be over. Like, that's just how these things play out. Mm. But Jordan, I know in my heart, my heart of hearts, mm. that Reaper and Papa Smithy and the crew have been listening to our podcast because we got the ban wish list this weekend. Ooh. All right. Both games featured first band sets of Hecarim and Tom Kench. There we go. And even against Golden Gardens, we even got the Graves band, which is Ooh. number three on my list for us. 
Can you believe our fortune? I mean, is it fortune, Cole, or is it ingenuity? Is it fortune? Brilliance? Can you believe fortune? <laughs> that we actually got the ban wish list? I, Coach. I like. I was shocked. I was like, "There's going to be no Hecarim this weekend." Yeah. Reaper was like, oh. "Guys, uh, I'd like to ban Seraphine. Ban Seraphine." He's like, "Sorry, did you say you say Hecarim? <laughs> Hecarim banned." There it is. <laughs> it was a fortunate mistake. Uh, I was so happy about this. We don't know how to play against Hecarim. And we mostly don't know how to play against Tom Kench either. Well, the problem with Tom Kench is we don't know how, when the circle finally does pop up on the W, hmm. how to not be in the circle. We got to move off it. That's the hard part. Yeah. Sometimes you got to move. And I know that Observer sees it longer than the, the actual player does. Mm-hmm. But we got to hit our flash. Anyway, we didn't have to deal with that. <laughs> we, we got rid of both Achilles' heels. Yeah. By uh, just using the ban phase properly um, and, and not getting cute with it. Instead, banning out what plays well against us, you know? Yeah. And man, I just felt full of pride and joy when that <laughs> happened. And then. And, and then the game then started. Then they locked in Scion. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is great because... We just played Scion into Gnar and got smacked around in the lane. So I know we learned our lesson and we're about to lock in this Gnar and someday is going to flame Horizon Kumo and it is going to be a smash. And then we locked in Aatrox. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Didn't we play yesterday? Yeah, we didn't. Didn't I mean we kind of didn't for the first <laughs> twenty minutes. So maybe that's the problem. Maybe they yeah. didn't see it. Maybe they didn't. They weren't aware of how that early game. Went. So I was just thinking we totally had the opportunity to to easily dominate top lane, and then we threw it away. Fortunately, there's but this Cole. thing. There's this. There's this thing. Fortunately, I'm very stupid, and Aatrox <laughs> turns out to be also. In some days' hands, a very good choice. Yeah, into the Scion. Okay, it was it was beautiful to watch. It was a thing of beauty. Is is there any chance that they could rename the champion after somebody retires? It's like retiring a, a number. Could they rename Aatrox someday? <laughs> I'm just asking. Is that possible? Could they just rename? They the both whole start with double letters, so maybe there there can be some kind of tribute someday. to there. Maybe he can be Saytrox from now on or something. But in in all seriousness, this is what I love to see. I think that if I'm not mistaken, I think it was a two percent two percent pick rate on Aatrox. This split, Aatrox, Aatrox, someday Aatrox. Oh my god, it, Mont, good work. There it is, someday Aatrox. Uh, I think there's a two percent pick rate. This is the thing I always wonder. And because I'm also stupid, Cole, I always have these thoughts and then I dismiss them as stupid thoughts. Sometimes I think just because you're not seeing a champion being picked, you know, 100% of the time, like some of them are, is there any viability in them? And let me ask you, Cole, if you would say, if I, if I presented you with, I took the, the icon away, the name of the champion away, you didn't watch it. And I said, okay, there's a champion called that goes 5, 0, oh, and 6. And has a 300 CS at the end of the game, close to you know 80, 70, 80 CS more than slain opponent. 
viable or not. This is the game. It's a game show. Viable or not viable champ. You have one guess, Cole. Would you guess yes or no? Viable or not viable? I don't know. Pick, Does Khan play it? It's you got to smed. <laughs> I heard that reference to Summit, like on the on JLXP, right? Yeah. Uh, I think, but, the, but yeah, I, yeah. You, you get what I'm taken. saying, and right. and uh, <clears throat> that's why I love this because it's it's not they didn't they didn't refer to the you know the LCS draft owners guide to say which one of these champions are we allowed to pick has more than you know sixty percent presence across all regions. It's got to be one of these ten. You know, it's just like, oh yeah, someday can always play Aatrox. Champ's good. Well, if LS was still around, he'd be proving all these picks and their worth, <laughs> and we'd have lots of options. <laughs> oh gosh, I shouldn't do that on the podcast, guys. It's, I don't uh, actually hate that guy. All right, I don't. He's <laughs> smart about draft, man. He just wasn't right for yeah. a coach and a team. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, point taken. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you just forget about the viable things that are outside of what's typically picked. It's not like Aatrox ever really like flew out of the window or anything. He's always kind of been there in the background, just behind the curtain. Like whenever y'all are ready. Yeah. I'll play with someday. (laughs) You guys just call me if you need me. Yeah. I'm free. So, so good job. Good job. Uh, good job by the draft. Yeah. Banned the bands, picked the picks. And, cued the uh, cues yeah they that <laughs> knock up on the scion hammer charge Whoa, that was a good one don't you love when they call those interactions out when they happen i do it's like it, it's like they were holding on to that comment and then they finally had a chance to use it instead of like seeing it and realizing it yep suspect anyway <laughs> uh <clears throat> so the atrox pick went well do you know what didn't go well our face checking oh I, you know, not to poo poo on this game, mm-hmm. but this game was very close until like 28 minutes. All right. Yeah. So let's not dismiss that. And part of the reason why it, uh, it, it was very close for so long is because like two, maybe even three occasions, I can't explain why we did what we did, but we, we just walked into face check place where, where it was pretty obvious they were going to be. You know, and there's one in particular where like closer like walks into the um, bush at mid lane on the south side. Uh, south side bush, yep. And it's like they just had vision yeah. on like two or three champions <laughs> right there. Yeah, like you, ju- it was just a couple seconds ago. And closer just like walks in as the bear, you know. Yeah, And then as soon as he gets in there, they're, they're like engaged on him. He's like whoa and jumps out, you know, with the ult. <laughs> It's like, oh, because we kind of needed that for the dragon yeah. fight. We would have liked to have had that ult. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> face I'm pretty sure here. Abadaga did a face check that was that got blown up at some point. That's uh, I think who he did as well, but you know, well, he's got the W. Check me he's on those. Here's here's what I gotta say about the face checking. I think face checking is like the biggest dice roll in professional league. You you have a couple choices. I mean, you can if you have a ranged ability yeah use it check you know see if they're in there otherwise you're gonna have to burn a what a control ward a trinket you know like it's not it's not like you know vex has a ranged ability right no <laughs> volibear uh he could have i guess he could have r'd in you know guys, let me check this retro- oh! <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but but look, Avadaga does. Avadaga does. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I'm pretty sure I need to go back and watch, but I'm pretty sure that Closer had right with him someone who could have checked it. Probably. You Probably. know, so yeah. I, don't I don't know. know. That's that's my this is my theory, Cole. Uh if I'm doing mental gymnastics, it's to say you you've you there are not a lot of plays. Oh, is this our? Are we debuting our new segment? We may be. We weren't planning on doing this tonight, but the new segment is here. One. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll do mental I'll, gymnastics. The new segment from Hunter Talk. I'll do a back handspring. Right, let's right let's get one. loosened up. <clears throat> let's get limber here. All right, oh, pop my back. I'm Go ready. Ahead. Here it is. Okay, the reason that we face check so often is not because we're not thinking clearly. It's because we're thinking clearly, and <laughs> no, I don't know what the take is here, but I just know that as we've been talking about starting this mental gymnastics segment, that there's no better like first example of it than how you worded that. Yeah, it's it's not what you think, Cole. It's the opposite, and let me tell you why. Wait, say it again. It was- it's it's not that we're not thinking clearly. It's that we're thinking clearly. <laughs> and so and let me just let me just expand on that a little bit. You there are only so many odds-based decisions you make throughout the course of one game, right? Many of them you're just gonna go for, you know, you're not gonna take a fight if the odds are too low. You're not gonna go for a steal if you if the odds are too low. A a face check, the odds are always uh, oh man, this is gonna be hard to do. I'm, this is all—it's all coming apart as I go. The odds are always—that's <laughs> why I call it mental gymnastics. I got you. The odds are so always low that you're gonna, you know, accomplish what you're hoping to, which is safe passage through the part of the map that you have no, no justification <laughs> to assume safe passage through. But in the event that you are wrong, and you have something like an ultimate ability on cooldown, the cost is low enough. That even though the odds are not in your favor, you are able to mitigate the damage of a failed bet in a substantial enough way that it's it's the it's the right call. That's what cool. if you need that ability or summoner spell or whatever for the very important objective that's coming up right then. <laughs> yeah, that is that is something you should be thinking about. However, it's still the right move always. And that is how I'm mentally gymnasting my way. Gymnasting my way. Gymnasting. That's the new verb. Gym, gymnasticking. My way out of this Gymnasticking. Cole. There you go. We'll accept that. Mission accomplished. Well, that was your first ever mental gymnastics segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't, it wasn't planned, nor was it exactly what we had in mind, but uh-uh. it worked just brilliantly. <laughs> Uh, so if I'm, if I'm the judge scoring that gymnastics routine, you just performed, I give you a Russia score. Okay. Suspiciously low. <laughs> That's, I would expect nothing less. I just uh. disagree with the premise entirely. It's like, uh, <laughs> tactical death. Hear me out. I expected to be judging look, figure skating look, when I arrived. He can use everything in the world to get out of it and then run away as fast as he can and give up everything that he's fighting for and the reason he's there in the first place. Exactly. Oh, not sure I agree with, not sure I agree with that. I give you the, the Russian judge. Um, 
<clears throat> anyway, that was just something I saw that was really annoying in this game. And, and honestly, it prolonged it. It literally did prolong the game. Yeah. Um, there was a missed ult by Abadaga too uh, that ended up, could have turned the game earlier. But fortunately, he did not miss when it counted. Like I said, around 28 minutes or so, we had that very big, uh, was it for Soul? Uh, I don't know if it was for Soul or not, but it was a dragon fight. Is there Soul and, or um, Elder? Was remember. it Elder? Ah, uh, yeah, I can't even remember now. But in any case, um, Abadaga just bided his time, bowed his time, bided his time uh, in, in the bush, waiting for the perfect moment to ult in on the Vex, and he got Takui. And Takui, yeah. you know, has been, you know, when aside from Jose Deodo Hecarim, Takui's been our our you know, weakness against this team. Takui has really like fried us and uh, removing him out of the equation early was good. And we, from that point, we never really looked back. I mean, yep. Now <clears throat> you look at this gold graph right here. Uh, it's, it's basically even all game. And then it just at 28 minutes just falls off a cliff for them, mm -hmm. you know, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. In fact, I think, was that the fight where it's like, I think it was for soul. Because I think when we won the fight, we got Soul and Baron at yeah, the same right. time and got all the turrets <laughs> and got won another fight. And it was like, if you're tracking like the reward of a Baron take, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if, you, if that's the route you want to take, but if you're tracking like, here's the Baron power play, you know, in the upper corner, it's going to be like plus 8,000. Yeah. And Nexus. Yeah, right. It was right. a very effective it's just, it's just the, section the of the sign, game. Right? Like that's yeah. the uh the 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 only way to represent the value of that because you just won the whole game. Yeah. It was it was crazy. It was like, all right, that and yes, that's the whole game. All of it. Yes, mm -hmm. just happened. Right. Um very effective work by the boys. So um in the end, I I really do feel like people we're like, oh yeah, under these like crushed fly quests, and it didn't really feel that way to me. No. Um, I I think it was a solid win. Um, <clears throat> but a, a win that was earned later in the game, you know. Yeah. Now here's something weird to me. Hold on, I'm trying to think if I should save this because we will talk about it later. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna save okay. it. It's saved. I'm gonna save it. Yep, it's saved. Right click save as Copy. just like nfts okay <clears throat> so in that case ggs everybody two zero weekend locked in great so after the 2-0 like i said mythy gave an interview mm -hmm. to parqueso and again if you haven't watched this you really should in fact i maybe we can dig up the link um and mm -hmm. post it in chat in case oh yeah, yeah. I can <laughs> so I just saw Jack Kills had bited B Y T E D his time T H Y M E. Okay. Anyway, the Mythy interview. So I don't like. I'm I'm kind of shocked at how that information just came out quickly. Um, because he he basically like I don't know. I'm I'm gonna play part of it, but. In the beginning, he was he was asked like you know what's changed from you know how has the team like changed and evolved from um, the end of Worlds until now because same roster, you know, and we've come back and it's been a little rough or whatever. 
<clears throat> and Mithy said something that we had we definitely hadn't hypothesized on the pod before. And he said, uh, I have I have like a couple of quotes that I can pull up. So one is he said, between summer and spring, the team, as in the players, wanted more space. Mm-hmm. So we gave it to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He later clarified, he said the t- the team really gave their hearts and souls to summer and wanted to balance work and life a bit better. So, and he, and he said, and they let them. So they granted that request to the team. Yep. And then things didn't go so well. And so they like have reined it in over the past two weeks. So not what I was expecting to hear. Yeah. It's if, if we are to take this at face value and if we're understanding it properly, Sounds like the team was like, Hey, we are kind of burnt out mm-hmm. and we've been, we've been going all the time with this and we just want to like relax and be trusted to kind of handle it, handle a preparation more on our side than before. And we'll still do our scrims and we'll still do this, but just like scale it back a little bit so we can manage mm-hmm. the, uh, the burnout portion of it. Um, and lo and behold, <clears throat> didn't seem to work. <laughs> so that puts us in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> because what? Because like, like, okay. We have to ask ourselves, do we like or dislike that the team was like, yeah, cool. Take some time. Uh, we'll trust your, you know, your preparation. Uh, we'll scale back. We'll not hit it quite as hard. Do we like or dislike this, Jordan? Um, I mean, I think time will tell, right? Like if, if I think time has told, because the the point is they reeled it in, and we've and we've won since then. You know? Yeah. I, big I, big picture, I think is what you got to look at, right? So mm. I would I would use. I think the only way you want to do that is if you have confidence that if a switch needs to be flipped and you need to go into all out mode, you can do that, right? And you know, like you can only work at max capacity for so long, anybody and anything before you start sure. to break down and you just you don't want to do it or you can't do it or you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's uh I think if you look at where we are today, which is third place. Um alone in third you know for a spring split that some would say doesn't matter uh that sly penguin in chat is saying doesn't matter maybe that's fine maybe that's if you're looking at your your list of objectives for the split maybe this is an okay place to be with five games left uh papa smithy calls out that it seems unlikely that we're going to leave with a one seed a two seed might still be possible if some things go our way um but you know we've got the double elimination in the bag, pretty well. I don't know if it's actually mathematically locked, but so I think you you, I think, you have to. I think your chronology is a little wrong here. <clears throat> you're you're talking about Papa Smithy like saying it's cool because we've got the third seed, maybe a two seed. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that what I'm the question I'm putting out there is, you know, if you are weighing out whether this was a good thing to do and whether we like it. You know, the benefit here is the players, you would presume, are less gassed, right, at this point. They've not been sprinting the whole split. Okay. 
And the outcome is that you're in third place. And maybe from an overall, you know, how you know, state of the program standpoint, you'd say, we can live with that, right? Mm-hmm. We gave them the slack that they asked for. And now we're going to ask them to hit another gear going into playoffs. And they all know that. We know that. Um, but this it's not is like very we're interesting. It's not like we're sitting in. I mean, we're close. This weekend could have gone a very different way, right? So I'd say by no means is this like a clear, like, oh yeah, calculated 100%. They knew this would happen. I mean, we very nearly were tied with Golden Guardians after Saturday. So it could Plus, have gone a different way. I wish we had Mithy here because I'm telling you, the way I read that interview, it was not like a, okay, we've given you your time. Great. Everybody's rested and relaxed. So let's let's dial it back up so we can get back into form. I didn't read it that way. I read it as, all right, guys, we tried to trust you on this and it did not work. We're taken back over. Yeah, that could be. Like, that's how it felt to me. And not like this, you know, great, everybody got what they wanted. <clears throat> it seemed to me to be like, Hunter Thieves was like, hey, we tried. Like, we, tr- we tried to let you have extra time and extra space and clearly the form is not there when we do that. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, sorry, but we have to do things our way again. So I don't see it as like a, we granted them the break that they needed and now we're in the right place. I, I read it as we're six and five and things could get really out of hand here mm-hmm. if we don't take the reins. Yeah. You know? And so look, the way that we did that was wrong. So now let's do that the right way. That's what it feels like to me. Well, I think there are shades of right and wrong, right? It is still a benefit if the players feel like mentally in a better spot, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. whether or not you and feel like overall the, you're where you want to be exactly. There's a benefit to the players, right? Yeah. There could be detriment to the org at, at the cost of that benefit. For right. Sure. So it's, where do you come down on that? And, and it's interesting because guess what, guess what your prize is for winning spring more games. It's a lot more games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean? a lot more yeah. scrims and a lot more games. So, but is that valuable? Is the international experience worth mm-hmm. that? So you kind of have this philosophical thing, which, and by the way, don't, I mean, I do not speak for them. Okay. And, but just the way that I read Mithy, it kind of felt like he was like, yeah, we tried it. It got out of hand. We re, we reined it back in. And now we're, we're starting to see the improvement that we need to, Yeah, you know, and, and to me, that's like, hey, we messed up by trying this. So I, you know, I, I feel like it's a darker take on it. And it, it's kind of that, that, you know, uncomfortable reality, right, of when you are in professional sports, like, you do kind of burn yourself out mm-hmm. to win, you know, and that's just kind of the nature of the beast, right? Right. So, oh, and Papa Smitty's in chat. This is great. He says, it's never messing up trying to tune work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Yes, but again, and, and Pop, feel free to comment. We'll read whatever you want read on here, or if you prefer to not weigh in, that's totally cool too. But just, again, detriment to the org at some point happens if the players aren't informed. So where do you come down on well, that? I think it's, it's this, right? Um, the, for, this is how I see it. The org has objectives. The team, the program, the org overall right? Like championships is the org level priority. Mm-hmm. The program level priority is different, more nuanced, probably from split to split, week to week, you know, yeah. scrim to yeah. scrim. And 
And I think that it's possible to give ground in the interest of one objective, which is having healthy and, you know, engaged players. Because mm-hmm. here, like, you could go full bore every week. You know, we're going to do scrims all day and then four hours of VOD review every night. Right. right. And I don't know what their actual, pro- maybe that's, the, maybe that's not actually crazy. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? Like there is a maximum that you can, we have. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You're sleeping at the compound every day. We got cots in the back room. No one's leaving here until we hang another banner. That's right. There's a maximalist approach to this. So there is, you know, when you identify the, 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 the end of that spectrum, which is you can go way too far. There are points before that, which are also too far. And you, you, what you can't do is inadvertently creep into those points and then hit playoffs and compromise your overall, your longer term objective in the interest of the short term, getting wins. So I, in theory, I, I'm fine with the idea. And I think it's good that there is a back and forth compromising conversation about what is needed. Um, and we'll tell you what's needed on our side, which is to deliver on what we've stated we're going to deliver on both the organization and to our fans so we're going to we're going to set some lines here if we if we lose this weekend if we go oh and two this weekend we are in a place that we really don't think is good so we're kicking it up a gear, right like we are and and i think that the the nuance there is not waiting too long to do that because there is a ramping up period right like you can't yeah. just suddenly unless you're unless you, you, you have the talent to do this. You can't just suddenly say, this week we're going to work harder and we're going to play that much better, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're yeah, behind... Yeah, because it's, it, it's not just an on-off switch like you, yeah. you, know, you were saying. And, and it's not, you're not playing this game in a vacuum, right? If everyone else has been crunching and putting in you know, 40 hours more a week uh, in review and, and practice and scrims, then they're, they're going to have a gap on you that is not easy to close. So yeah. it's a balance for sure. Uh, yeah, I think it's super we interesting. Should, yeah, and we should read what Pop Smithy said in chat. So he said, um, we know what this roster looks like when it's the last Sunday of the season under the big lights. And if you push for that each week, you end up peaking at the wrong time or burning out. So we'll continue the give and take as yeah. we can afford to. So the as we can afford to, I think, you know, is really right. critical. Like ultimately, Papa Smithy is judged on his ability to win games and have the program in a winning form at all levels, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and so it's you always have those things kind of at odds with each other or whatever. But it's it's really interesting to me to hear um, this idea that like yeah we relaxed a little bit. Yeah, let the let the players have more cushion, mm-hmm. and had to bring it back to make sure that we didn't totally blow <laughs> the spring split because we we're yeah. you know not not in the in in the best position. Um, well, and I think another interesting thing is. The scrutiny never lets up. The scrutiny mm-hmm. from analysts, from the desk, from us, from fans, you know, is always, and this is, you know, maybe this is something we should evaluate. We, we it, when we talked about the beginning of the split, we all thought that we would see this team looking the best it's ever looked, right? And I think the inter- interesting thing is, to be at the level that was best we ever looked, I'm sure we were working harder than we'd ever worked, right? Yeah. Like, you think about the camp and preparation that went into EDG and that win, and it wasn't the same as the amount of prep you put into week six spring split, because it can't be physically. It's not possible. 
you know, and if that's what you're doing every week, then you will burn out. Everyone will. Yeah. By the time you get to playoffs, which is where you actually need it to be on. Yeah. Now I kind of want to revisit this whole, like does spring split matter thing? Because again, the prize for winning is playing a lot more. So you're walking a fine line. Now I would guess, and if pop's still in chat, maybe he can weigh in, but I I would guess that of course you want to push for that win because it's meaningful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess, you know, trying to round into the right form at the right time is, is the good move. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's very interesting. I mean, like in that same interview, Mithy mentions how, um, the world's boot camp, kind of, you know, just got screwed up because of the visa situation. It was hard to get everybody on the same page. Um, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, you know, mostly out of your control with stuff like that. There's not, there's not a lot you can do about that, but they didn't, the players didn't feel like super great about how that went for those reasons. Um, so I, it, you know, Mithy mentions they came out of that experience, like feeling a little iffy about everything. So it sounds like they wanted to reset and maybe just reset a little too much. And so now continuing to tune the work-life balance, as Papa mentioned, getting things back into form. But I mean, again, I don't know about you. Maybe this was on your radar. This was, wasn't really on my radar. Like I'm sitting nope. here like, huh, it's yeah. really weird that we don't look you know, as good this split and I can't really figure out why, <laughs> Yeah. you know, and sometimes there are more simple answers and not to blame it hundred percent on this because it's, it's always going to be a combination of factors and this is going to be one contributing factor as to many, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's just part of the game we're playing, but uh, it, it's interesting because this snowballs into, um, into the six man roster discussion, which, you know, it continues to be something that we'll never be able to, to put down. Um, I actually wanted to play a clip from this interview, um, where Parkeso asked them about, uh, asked Mithy about tenacity in particular. So let's, let's go to that real quick. I don't know. I don't know how this scene's going to look. So we're just going to hope for the best here. Okay. It's not too bad. All right. So let's, let's listen into this uh, question and clip. Um, I do have a question about the, you know, about the roster. Obviously, they did add on tenacity. Mm-hmm. And I correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure he just played like a game or two in lock-in. I don't think we've seen him otherwise. Is that still something that like the team is looking to use a six-man roster and like you just have to make sure that the first five are really solid and then he'll come in or what is the development there? Yeah, I mean, we definitely want to try and use Milan. It's just a question of like, so like during the boot camp and during uh, like the first few weeks, uh, someday was just clearly like <laughs> performing better and pretty well, like maybe took all of our MVPs. Like it was even clear on stage that he was, he was definitely our backbone at the time. And just the whole, like, like you said, like the team as a whole was not doing well. And it just felt like adding one more person, regardless of whether uh, he he's you know Gumayushi off top lane or not? Uh, <laughs> uh, it would just create more chaos in our team, and we just sort of needed to have like a good foundation to start building on that. So, I mean, it sucks for him, uh, and I mean he's been he's been lo- go, like looking at our scrims and trying to help us wh- wherever we can, and we're slowly trying to uh, like give him some time. But you know, it's we also need to care for like uh, the team success yeah. in general and you know it's like we are trying to make him play and make it work but you know it's, it's important that we don't sort of like uh 
scramble all the cake by by doing that, you know. So yeah. you just have to tread carefully. Okay, so this is this is very like it's it's like another layer on what we talked about last week, where it's like, you know, they came out and said, I forget, maybe it was Papa, who came out and said, you know, like someday's playing as good as you know you can expect him to play. You don't want to throw off a player when he's in that, you know, in that form. Mm-hmm. which is something that you and I both have said and agreed with. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this, j- again, just just kind of trying to read between the lines and how this question is being answered. It's like, yeah, Tenacity's there. He's trying to help us when he can, but it kind of sucks for him, right? It's like kind of like maybe he's not getting, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, plan, the original plan kind of just had to change because of the form someday found himself in combined with the other issues that the team had. That's kind of what it se- sounds like to me. And also sounds like, I don't know, maybe the six man dream is just done now. Um, we had that statement where it's like, we're committed to like all parties are committed, right? Um, tenacity and the team to doing this through the end of the split and then reevaluating from there. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just wonder if the, the stars didn't align for this to happen at all. Um, <clears throat> it sounds like at this point, like they're probably not even really going to try this. Um, there's just not a lot of time left in the split to do it. Mm-hmm. And some days still, I mean, we saw the Aatrox game, right? Like some yeah. days still He's so good. a beast. And so, you know, going to playoffs, don't want to throw off the rhythm. Right. But no. what's, what's your reaction to that? Like, how do you read how Mithy talks about that and yeah, didn't catch it, anything else in between the lines? It feels consistent with what we had heard previously. Um, was the reddit post I'm keeping my different comments straight yeah um, yeah, yeah that's right yeah. thank you um i mean it, it, it just feels like it's cons- what he said is consistent with what we'd all understood which is um that is something that you bring in it's kind of like yeah look it sucks it's a bummer it sucks for him wish it could happen but when you think about what it would take for it to happen like it's it, it's not like this is a bad situation overall. <laughs> this is, I mean, it's kind of the ideal situation, right? We we were prepared. We had a plan in place. If we needed to consider a roster change, turns out we didn't, and we don't. Like that that is actually best case scenario, right? For the specific thing that you is that best case scenario for tenacity? Of course not. Um, but well, it depends, right? As I've said many times we are not sure what his day-to-day schedule is. If we, if we knew that, yeah. and I, have, I don't think we deserve well, to know this, I'm not saying they're wrong for not telling us what he's doing, but we don't know what his day-to-day schedule is. Yeah. Right now, we're of the opinion that he is getting a smaller percentage of split time, yeah. probably not doing a whole lot anymore especially, but he's there in the room mm-hmm. you know, talking about the reviews, talking about the scrims and everything, but not playing a whole lot. Yeah. Um, maybe we're they, wrong on that assumption. I think right? that he said at one point, like we're trying to get him involved in scrims, which means he's not, you know, getting scrim time. Um, so that, that's some indication. Or at least not substantial scrim yeah. time. Yeah. So, you know, I think that the overall message there is probably that, um, this was, this was a contingency plan we had ready that we didn't need. And they're going to have to reevaluate what that means for the overall depth chart come next split, you know? 
Uh, um, we know top lane is a is a blessed position for hundred thieves. So it as is. we said before, great problem to have. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I think that the uh, I guess for for me, the hope is not that, and I I feel like this has never been the hope. Of course, it's a, it's a good story and it's cool to think about for tenacity to to see him start his career in the LCS. Um, but as a fan. I think that for me, the most important thing is that we have what feels like the best possible lineup. And yeah, you know, I'm glad that what the way it turns out is that they have made the hard decision here to to just stick with what's working, knowing that there is a lot of interest from the the community in seeing tenacity have his shot. So that's not mm-hmm. an easy call to make either. Um, I mean, it might be easier than we think because they also want to win first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, they recognize that it, it's a kind of a bummer situation in that sense. Um, so, but, you know, got to win. Got to win games. Yeah. So this may, in fact, be the last time this split that we talk about six-man rosters. Could be, yeah. Uh, quite, quite possible that it is. So I know our listeners will rejoice at that. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> We're uh, we're getting we're we're going long, but um, I do I do want to visit this one question. So I've been I've been helping out um, a friend of the family here and walking their dog in the morning. Um, Solid move. Yeah, there's some yeah guy had a had an operation. He can't walk the dog, so I'm 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 over there walking the dog. He's a beautiful dog. I'm happy to do it. Anyway. Uh, I was listening to JLXP while I was walking the dog this morning and it was freak and jet and mm-hmm. they are, you know, going back and forth and talking about how strong team liquid and C9 look and they consistently <coughs> refer to them as just like, like freak even at one point says we're going to get, he's like, we're talking about, which one of these teams is better? We've only had, you know, a couple games between them. By the end of finals, we'll have two best of fives to see these teams together because it's going to be winners finals and then grand finals. It's going to be against, you know, between these two teams and we'll be able to make a better decision there. Love that. Doing stuff like that and constantly referring to them as like the two title contenders. Mm-hmm. And and we are, as you mentioned, alone in third, right? Yeah. We're in a lonely third place. And so first of all, my reaction to that is like, dang, man, show some respect. <laughs> At the same time, it's hard to, hard to really, you know, make the case for us. So then, I mean, we did beat Team Liquid in the first round, Robin, um, but mm-hmm. that was without Core JJ. Um, things are different. Um, so, but, but it's like, oh, man, we're reigning champs. We're in third, but we are two games back. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm realizing in this, you know, something we've said, we now expect to be winners. We expect to be in that, you know, in the, in the contending category. And I'm kind of upset that we're not being viewed as contenders, even though I kind of think they're right (laughs) as, as, as far as we are playing right now. Um, the thing is, and chat's already going there. A couple of people in chat are already going there. (laughs) Is it better that way for us? Did we not have some kind of chip on our shoulder going into playoffs? Like, like, you know, the the end of our split in summer was not solid. It was very unpredictable, looked shaky. 
And then it kind of seemed like the team rallied under the, like, no one believes in us mentality. Something that like uh, Bill Simmons mentions a whole bunch on his podcast when he's talking about, you know, traditional sports teams, nobody believes in us factor. Yeah. Just like amping up a team's performance. I don't know. Where are you feeling with this? Do you want to be in that contender category or, or do you prefer to be the dark horse? Um, if I had to pick, I'd say, yeah, put us back at the top, right? Like <laughs> I wouldn't be mad to be in, in the one spot. That'd be fine. I don't mean like to be the one seed. I mean like to be how people view yeah. and talk about us. Uh, here's what I, I will say. I think there, there, is a, there is a scenario here, especially with what we just talked about, with the, the work that they've been doing so far this split from a balance standpoint, from a longevity standpoint. There is a scenario where we actually do have, and, and you have to be careful here because it can start to sound a lot like copium, but you actually do have a scenario where we have, you know, this isn't our final form, right? And I think it's easy. Here's the difference. Nobody was saying that this is what we were up to. And this is not like the, the official public line. So it's not like they're saying, hey, oh, you, you think that you can beat us now. Just wait until we start trying, you know, <laughs> like that's not, that's not on the, uh, the Twitter account. It's not official. We're, yeah. we're reading between the lines here a little bit. But I think from a fan standpoint, what you're wondering is, is this form that we've been showing lately more representative of end of summer split where we won the dang thing or is it something different? And what we're hearing is a little bit that would make us say maybe something different. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there still seems to be a belief in the program. Um, that, that's some of the comments we're hearing that we do still have that form. We're still capable of that form. It's not that we are trying our, our hardest and we've just found that the LCS has improved overall too much since the last split. And we have a gap that we need to try to find a way to make up. You know, that's not what we're hearing. You don't make those kinds of statements until playoffs, of course, until you're out of playoffs specifically. I don't know, because that's kind of like what JLXP was just saying, right? It was kind of like, look, they like these teams have leveled yeah. up and they are above. That's what everyone else you know? is saying. That's, I think that's the, the common. And I, who, where was it? It was, uh, oh, I think it was also in the Mythy interview where he's kind of asking, like, does it feel like the, the uh, LCS is better overall? Maybe this is somewhere else. Yeah, Maybe it was in He a, does ask it. Yeah, yeah, he asked him that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that it was either him or Papa Smith, he said, I think specifically Papa Smith, he was saying in the, the Twitter space that it does feel like the rest of the LCS is improved, right? Like the reason that these games are close with FlyQuest, with Golden Guardians, is not because we are necessarily playing poorly these these teams are good and they have really strong individual pieces and they can bring them together in some cool ways so so i don't know i think for me it, it does you know you can't know how um the right now we're getting some things that would make it appear that um the team doesn't yet feel like we have hit our full stride uh, mm -hmm. Whether or not you buy that is up to you individually as a fan. Um, but I think it's possible. And and if for no other reason, then we may not have even been saying that as loudly last split and, and we did win. So I, I do think it's possible. And I also think that cloud nine and TL are better than they were last split. So, yeah, it does seem like they are. Um, it's, it's kind of funny. I mean, if you remember last week on the pod, 
I was talking about how, how it, during the cast, they were referring to us as a top team. Right. Yeah. And, and I was like, they kind of maybe overpraising us right now. It didn't feel like maybe we were deserving of that. And now here I am on the other side being like, but I want to be, <laughs> but you talk about us better, please. Uh, so yeah, I, I, you know, it's a weird space to be in. Um, I do think right now the, the third place ranking seems appropriate. So mm-hmm. we'll see yeah. if, you know, the continued focus ramps us up. Fortunately, at least for this upcoming week, our strength of schedule is, <laughs> you know, not, not too tough. And we're, we've got a, you know, you, you just have to make sixth place. I don't know what the buy system is. I think maybe only the top two get buys. Is that how it's done here? What um, I'm imagining is there's a play in. I don't know. I honestly don't know. The Cause there's six spots Yeah, and I, I would assume. Yeah. Must be a buys buy for the first two, but I'm not, I'm not sure. So <laughs> chat will always tell us. They always know. Yeah, um, but sense. what I do know is we're two games back with five. Was it five games to play? Yeah. Five games to play. It's not easy to make up two full games on, you know, the top teams. So this may be the spot we find ourselves in, you know, is is solid third place and you know, let things come as they may <laughs> from from that point. Yeah. Uh and I think that's okay. Um yeah. I'm not mad about it. As that. Yeah. and as we've pointed out before, like it was kind of the situation when we won it all. You know, we were we weren't in that one two position. Um, we weren't looking as consistent and strong. So we'll see. Hopefully, the team can you know maybe maybe Lil Nas X can release another song uh, <laughs> to amp up the boys and they can get, get behind hyped. it. Because uh, I will say, I do want to win spring. I still yeah. want to win spring. Yeah. I want to go to MSI because I'm not the one playing all those hours. Sorry, players. <laughs> but you got to imagine they they. I, I was thinking this earlier. Um, I'm sure. That this this set of players is eager to get back to the international stage, and for that reason, I think it's actually even more important that they don't show up already burnt out. You know, <laughs> like it, you you ideally you do find a way to make that happen. You you can kind of discuss the merits of the different ways of getting there, but yeah, you want to be fresh and ready to play your absolute best there, um, and I'm and I don't doubt at all. You could talk about how spring doesn't matter. I don't doubt at all that the, for these players, they would not be incredibly disappointed to not receive that opportunity. I'm positive yeah. they want to be there. Yeah. Okay, let's, uh, let's do some listener takes, predictions, and get the heck out of here. Um, do it. First take from our boy Graf, oh. uh, who says, we've seen a lot of talk about Hunter T's lack of macro over the last few weeks, connecting it to poor macro over the last <laughs> few splits. Mm. Do you buy the narrative that Hunter T has been plagued with macro issues? If so, should Hunter T address this issue with mid-season roster changes? So two-part question. Is the narrative that we, on a split-to-split basis, not on a game-to-game basis, have macro issues? And if the answer to that question is yes, do we make roster changes at mid? Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I can go first. I'll have a short one. I think um, think we've seen both sides of it. I think there have been periods where we've had incredible macro. I think there have been periods where we've had shocking macro, right? And, um, and I don't even think it's, it's like this roster had great macro, this one didn't. I think you see variability within the team. So overall, I think that that paints a picture of us not having, you know, consistently great macro. Um, 
But, you know, we're not a perfect team, so that, that's fine. And I don't think that that means that we should do any roster changes. Yeah. I'm actually, even, even if we had, if, even if it's like, yeah, we have macro, macro issues, which, and, and I mean, like in some degree, yes. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. we're not a perfect macro team. So mm-hmm. by, you know, by logic, yes, we have some macro issues. Yeah. Um, and it hasn't been consistent, <clears throat> but no team's going to be perfect, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, even, so even, if we, yeah, we have some macro issues. I'm not up for mid-season roster changes. I'm for keeping the roster as is right now. So, if you're, you know. yeah, if you're hearing anybody say that the, a team doesn't have ever have macro issues or isn't capable of having macro issues, I think you should uh, just disregard what that person is <laughs> talking about, what they go on to say, because it's not. But I, even the best teams, you know. But we will need to be more consistent with our macro in order to win in the playoffs. Sure. So that's yeah. you know that's a, a valid thing to say. It's a valid concern. Mm-hmm. Um, like you mentioned, we had flashes of brilliance. We mentioned last week how it looked like we were everywhere against CLG. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, was, that was like just excellent. So, you know, maybe we can do more of that. More Mad Lions VODs, right? Um, <laughs> oh My Josh 5 says, I really hope we get more Vex from ABBA. Mm. He looked really good on the champ, and I love the playmaking capabilities. And I want less Jinx from FBI. <laughs> I know it's meta, but I feel he doesn't look as comfortable on it than the other champs yeah. he, pl- he plays. Now, yeah. Last week's pod was Jinx Ophelios, Jinx Ophelios, right? Yeah. Um, I too am like a little, I, I'm not always in love with the FBI Jinx, but I don't think it's so much a product of <clears throat> like the champ as it is just what we haven't seen Vic in quite the form that he, he was in in previous splits. Yeah. I think, and I mean, let's not forget, he did, he did have a very good game against Golden Guardians. And uh, I, I I don't know. I just think like if he's playing up to his standards on pretty much every champ he's going to take, he's going to be a monster. So I think it's more just him not being in, fo- in the form that we were used to more than the champ, even though I will also say I'm kind of sick of it. <laughs> and I, 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 don't, I don't love that pick. Um, it seems like a lot of the ults miss. They just... <laughs> They do. That's just, that's just a, I may be wrong. Remember yeah. the I may be wrong segment. That's yeah, yeah. You know, uh, good news though. Oh, actually, in our it just so happens our next our next take goes right into that. So let's read this from. I don't even think I should say this guy's name. Out Find a new one. Make, make a new name for him. Well, his his actual handle had Gabe in it, so let's call him Gabe. There you go. Who said, Kaisa increasing in popularity is a great sign for Hunter T. In my opinion, we will see FBI in top form with her, one of his signature aggressive picks. It will definitely help the champ pool issue for bot lane, and I totally agree with this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, early in the season, we were like, hey, maybe we're kind of victims of the meta a bit when it comes to the bot lane. But now, Kaisa's coming back. If FBI is allowed to play that, he will be great on it. Mark my words. It, there, there's a bigger conversation here we haven't had at all, which is, you know, I think the reason you continue to see FBI on Jinx is in part just because it is so meta. Um, and the, the overall meta, you know, works well with that champion. It's very possible that our, you know, there, the, the meta throughout the split, which has been, you know, pretty steady, just isn't as favorable to us. And that will change, right? That will change over time. It'll be interesting yeah. to see if it changes before playoffs. That will be, you know, like if something like a Kaisa does come back in, that introduces a new 
an entirely new playstyle where, where you oh, have yeah. Kais is back for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a you know that that has to be a positive for us. We'll see what the actual change is, but um, I think we've weathered a pretty unfavorable meta for our team overall in general. Yep. Um, Curly QQ from our boys at Flight Check Crew. Uh, said, given yesterday's match and the fact that Hunter T pulled a Misfits on Saturday, mm-hmm. I think the team has third place locked in. You guys are still good. Hope to see you in playoffs. And that is Curly atoning for his sixth place <laughs> prediction for 100 Thieves. He was kind of right for a while and then he's been kind of wrong and hopefully he will continue to be wrong even though we love him dearly. Curly, thank you. Question, if we, and, if we lost that Golden Guardians game, would we be in sixth place now? We don't no, six places, two games behind. Okay. We'd be close. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be in fourth. Yep. So. Yeah. All right. Um, and it wouldn't be uh, a take segment without a take from JC101. What's up? Who provides us with hot take. Papa Smithy's comment on practicing mental fortitude and resilience included the intentional throw against GG to get real practice on stage. Maybe we should have nominated this for the mental gymnastics segment. <laughs> and let's leave it at that. <laughs> Love you, JC. Okay. Uh, so coming up, like I mentioned, our, the strength of schedule for us is uh, kind of favorable. Mm-hmm. We play Immortals, who are the ninth place team, sitting at four and nine. Last week, they lost to both C9 and Dignitas. Jordan, will the fire alarms be pulled this weekend? No, Cole, they have been removed from the building. It violates code. That is no longer possible. <laughs> it violates code to have fire alarms. <laughs> no, to not. To not have fire alarms. Their building is no longer within code. Oh, gotcha. The league, right, yeah. the league required that, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah. I've I heard it backwards, my bad. Yeah. No, good. So good that is we a win. loss? For them. For them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what we're doing with the predictions? <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're predicting from the other perspective this week. That's <laughs> that's a that's, loss for that's them. That's how we're Cole. rolling. A loss for them. Uh, yeah, Jojo isn't even over there, so it's not it's not as fun to talk mess about immortals. Um, that's right. Oh gosh, I I gotta say, man, I get the feeling. Mm. I I get the feeling, but I'm going I'm going to I'm going to brain this one over the heart and i'm gonna say we we win we win against the ninth place immortals as we continue to find our form going into sunday's game against eg currently in sixth place mm. surprising sixth place by yeah the way. yeah um at six and seven they last week lost against the mighty team liquid but they won against the mighty tsm Dude. your thoughts this is a tough one for me um you know, I, I said this last week. I'm going to say it again. I said this last week and I was, it was almost directionally right that I don't <laughs> think we're, you know, I got the, the games mixed up, predicted a, the opposite. Um, we were so close to losing that Golden Guardians game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that we are still not fully there, Cole. We're, we're ramping up, but I don't think we're fully ramped yet. Um, I think we lose to EG. And I think that they're, you know, they are, they are underperforming and my sense is that they are also going to be making a late season push for playoff standing. They're going to want this game very badly. Yeah, their backs are against the wall in their current position, so that's going to be huge. Um, and I think that they might put all hopes on 
Danny. And mm. if they do, that could be very bad for us. Uh, I too am feeling like a loss is coming from EG this weekend. I just, it's just like a storm of things that go against, like if I'm the protagonist, mm-hmm. the, like this is like the, the worst scenario for me. Cause l- just let me break it down impact in top lane. What does yeah. he do? He historically stalls out someday despite not deserving it. <laughs> what do they got in jungle? An EU jungler. Ew, jungler. You know what I mean? I hate you. Uh, what do we have in mid lane? My Hooney, right? I don't get it. But he'll show us, right? He'll win in lane like he always does or whatever the line is. So JoJo and Then we got Danny, who I still have nightmares about the Tristana play from playoffs. Yep. And Vulcan, who seems nice. <laughs> he, he's got a nice Tom Kench. That's the thing. So do we ban it? Yeah, I, uh, I, I just think it's the, it's the, the, the unfortunate coal curse of liking hundred thieves is going to put us in the hole against EG. So we go one and one this weekend. Um, and I, I went with brain for one of the, one of the predictions and I'm going with heart for the other. So we'll see. We will see. Uh, but you know, that doesn't mean I'm not hoping for a two. always, always hope for two. Yeah. If 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 all this was, was, what do you hope will happen? (laughs) What do you hope for this segment of a podcast? (laughs) Would you like to win this weekend? What do you think about immortals? Do you want to beat immortals? (laughs) I do. Sometimes I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I treat this segment that way. (laughs) You do. I'm not going to lie. You do. You do. You do. Yep. All right. Well, we're not going to subject the audience to any more of that. Let's mm-hmm. just wrap this thing up. Um, <laughs> it's been a fun podcast, though. It has been. If we, debu- we, we rush debuted the new mental gymnastics segment. <laughs> we'll have to fully build that out next yeah. time. But uh, guys, thanks for being here. Thanks to Papa Smithy for being in chat and you know, adding some, some clarification to the conversation. Um, it's, it's been a weird split, but hopefully we're rounding into form and yeah. In these last two weeks, I mean, gosh, Super Week is going to be crazy. Super Week is going to be like absolutely insane. Everybody should like take off work and stuff for that. Oh, would love to do that. Count yeah. me. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm going to sign you up. <laughs> two boxes. Of Let my boss know. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Everybody, thanks for being here. We will do, oh, special rec league coming up this Thursday. It's going to be a Valorant rec league. Yeah. Valorant. It's a sponsored rec league. Yeah. It's happening, people. So please watch out for that. Sign up. Interesting prizes this week. Mm. Prizes, plural. Ooh. And uh, it should be a good good time. A good night of Valorant coming up courtesy of the OG Militime. Yo. Nice. It's going to be fun. All right. So everybody, we will see you on Thursday. In the meantime, as always, we love you and we miss you already. Take care. Wow.